the cloud. That's the safer option. Okay, so right, and what I'm going to do to start, guys, is share my screens. Let me know that you can see it. Um, We're running slow this morning. Right, here we go. Can you see my screen? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Cool. So I don't know if you guys have looked at kind of your core values and looked into that yourselves before um, or whether it's something that you do on a regular occasion. So tell me kind of about that before we start, because uh, it's only something that I've kind of learned about and looked into quite, quite recently, um, and it kind of opens up like a lot more about you. So I don't know kind of what you've done. I know, Rob, you've, you've kind of looked at some stuff before. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, as you said, there was your Instagram post the other day that I sort of responded to. There's been other times where I've just seen things like that just in general or, or um, on sort of training before, both some of what uh, we've covered before, but equally work uh, sort of training where, where you sort of, think about some of these values obviously in work ones it's more focused around the workplace and leadership and that sort of thing but nonetheless it, it, it sort of opens your mind to thinking about what it is that is making you want to move forward making you want to uh, achieve that thing um so in the workplace you, you know when you're trying to think about well i want to be a manager or i want to be this or well, why do you want to be that what is it that's driving you towards that so yeah I've been through that sort of thing a little bit before of sort of trying to think well you suppose you want this goal but why do you want this goal what's leading you there and if you actually understand what's leading you there it can help you to achieve it cool Ash what about yourself mate I've never really thought about it to be honest no no that's no. absolutely fine um, so what we're going to do is basically I've, I've been kind of working on it what what I want the program to represent and kind of the culture that I want to try and bring into it. Um, and I'll, I'll share that with you kind of at the end. We'll go, we'll go through the sheets and stuff, but I'll put a little mm. something together. Um, I'll just share this screen again. I had to move my screens over. So I'll take it over. So basically the research that I've done is looking at how values are kind of um, formed and how they kind of come into our lives. So the, the, the research that I looked at, it's stories that we kind of tell ourselves in our head, whether or not they're true or not, that's a completely different thing. So we'll come on to that. Um, what and who we are surrounded by. So a lot of other people's values often comes into us. So like looking at the people that we hang around with. So if you've ever heard of kind of the, the, the top five people you hang around with is kind of who you are. Um, so that can bring into our values as well. Our morals, experiences that we've had, um, upbringing so what you're kind of um, taught as a child and what your parents kind of teach you as a value so a lot of, of our values often come from parents grandparents uh, aunties uncles friends that kind of thing and what you believe in general so they're kind of things that bring our values together I just want to know if you if there's anything else that you think where you could get those from can't think of anything else Certainly just looking at that, the, the two that jump out to me are the what and who we are surrounded by and the upbringing. Yeah. 
And I, I kind of say that then my beliefs and morals are sort of fed by those two to some extent, although as you grow up, you then develop your own sort of beliefs. But that those are definitely the two things on those there that really jump out at me. Okay, cool. Uh, what about yourself? <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I would agree. Um, upbringing has a, a massive um, part at the start of your life, obviously. Um, <clears throat> And what you experience as a kid, you you kind of still take, well, for me personally, it's still, I think back to when I was younger and at school to how I am now, and I don't think I'm massively different. Um, yes, I've got, got more experience. Um, my beliefs are shaped by my experiences. Um, mm. And I think your morals are instilled in you at a very early age as well. Um, so I think who, what, and who we are surrounded by is, um, you know, massively, you know, ha has a, ha has a shape on, on, on my, my current life anyway. Mm. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I mean, I, I was having a chat with someone yesterday and they were saying, because mm. basically I had a um, mentorship training yesterday all day and they, they touched on some of this so I thought I'd throw this in here as well and there's there a few guys in there and they were saying well their upbringing and who they're surrounded by when they were younger he said if you if you were to ask me this five years ago that has all completely changed he said upbringing wasn't great like it was like a kind of broken home and things like that and who they were hanging around with at school and kind of going just after school their, their values and what they believed in then and, and their beliefs are completely different now because they've obviously changed their life around. So it's quite interesting to listen to other people and what their values were and what they are now. And similar, it's like what, what and who we're surrounded by, I'd say over the last year, I've changed the circle of influence that I've been kind of not, not hanging around with because most of it is by Zoom, but the, the, the group that I now spend most of my time speaking to and, and learning from and learning from their beliefs are people that are, are like me and wanting to like run a business, be successful, that kind of thing. Whereas before I was just kind of hanging around with people that didn't kind of have a, have a vision, if that makes sense. And now it's now that I'm kind of hanging around with them people, I feel like I'm being uplifted into like higher values and higher standards. Um, what we're going to do now is go has it, have you seen this before? The, the ladder of inference. Nope. No. no. So basically, <laughs> any any action or belief that we have. So out of action, belief, conclusions, assumptions, the selective data that we have, it's called the pool of available data. So the belief is affected by the data that we select next time. So, for example, if we believe something, we will automatically come to a conclusion or an assumption if that's always kind of been the case. So to, to be able to create a new belief, we need to either need to change our action on onto what that belief is. We need to change our assumption or we need to change our conclusion. So beliefs are always going to stay the same unless something is changed with, within that selected data that we have. Does that make sense? Mm. Yep. So what we're going to do, look at how we can do that. So we're going to place ourselves in the middle here. And basically imagine this as, a, as an endless loop. So we are, we are right in the center of this and we can change our feelings, stories and feelings, stories and feelings and facts. So we're gonna look at facts. A lot of the stories that we may tell ourselves 
are not true. Um, I'll, I'll try and think of a few examples of that. We act on our self-beliefs and then the facts, events and behaviours. So, for example, I think we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. If, if you're kind of um, talking to someone and you believe that they don't like you by the way they speak to you, that's your belief by the way that they, they act and they speak. That's not a fact. If they were to turn around and say to you, I don't like you, that would then be fact. Whereas basically too many people worry about what other people might be thinking, whereas in actual facts, they probably aren't, unless that is a fact. So unless you've got hard, cold evidence of what you believe, it's not fact until you've got that evidence. So a lot of the stories that we're telling ourselves in our head that we're not worthy, that we that we we aren't loved, that kind of stuff that a lot of people do believe, that is in your own head, but you haven't got the evidence to, su to support that. Does that make sense? I don't yeah. know if you can think of any yeah. um, kind of examples that that would be the case. Uh, not myself, but others that I know, um, my business partner, for example, is he's just a unbelievably stressed over the smallest things and he doesn't need to be. Um, and he makes, oh, makes assumptions up about things which we're all in control of. So uh, not, not assumptions that we're, we're all in control of. He's stressing about things we're, we as a business are in control of but he still will stress about it and overthink it and make his assumptions based on his beliefs and not fact. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's top of my head, definitely. Yeah, no, yeah, so it's it's, it's very common thing. And I'm, I imagine you can imagine some of these things in a workplace as well, Rob, mm. uh, that people get worried about, like, like you said, the things that you can control and the things that you can't control. People think of, oh, what if, what if, what if this could happen, this could happen. And then until it actually does happen, people worry about it and they get anxious and all that kind of stuff. So I want to look at facts, fiction and feelings. So obviously facts, info that can be proven with evidence. So if we haven't got the evidence to support our belief, then that is not not true and it's probably not going to happen fiction so stories that help us understand ourselves and the world around us they provoke an emotional reaction stories can contain facts but not off are not facts so the story that you tell in your head that is your um your fictional story so in your head it's true but in in real life it's not actually true so one of the things that you might you might like rob you as a you as a boss as well you might think well the staff don't like me because i'm the boss that's mm. probably not the case unless they come and say to you, Rob, I don't like you. That, that is not evident. So some people will get worried about, okay, well, these people don't like me. They think this about me. They think that about me. Um, and a lot of the time people need to spend more time on themselves worrying about how they feel in themselves and what other people think, because at the end of the day, people don't really care about you. Mm. That makes sense. They're there, they're there to look after themselves. You're there to look after yourself. And obviously, as a boss, them to an extent. But at the end of the day, they're more focused on themselves than worrying about, oh, I don't like him. I don't like him. Um, and then feelings. Feelings are emotions. They help us to react to the world around us. Feelings are not facts. 
they do not change facts. So however you feel at the end of the day, whether it's evidence or not, you it is hard to change your emotion around that unless you change your belief towards that. So what I want to do is how do you know for something to be true or not? Probably because it works for you. If, Rob, it, if it feels good for you and it has a positive result on you, that's good enough for me. Yeah, I agree. Rob? Uh, I, I, I would have probably referred to, to it being a factual thing. Um, yeah. I can't think of a brilliant example at the minute, but, you know, if you think something's a metre long, measure it. If it's a metre, it's a metre. Yeah. You, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't beat facts. And I, I've, yeah. I've been doing this myself a lot, mm. um, asking, like, some of the power questions that I've been putting into the group and, <clears throat> like, the very the, the powerful and reflective questions, asking myself, if, if I'm coming to a conclusion thinking, oh, well, this isn't going to work, that's not going to work, this person's doing this. Whereas if I ask myself one of the power questions and that will give me the answer and I know that's that's factual, then mm. I'll stop worrying about it straight away. There's a, there's a lot of things I always used to worry about, um, little things every single day. Whereas I started asking these questions with the journaling I do now in the morning. Um, I don't know if either of you guys have started doing that yet. Sort of like writing down your thoughts and that kind of thing, asking yourself questions. We can do a separate sort of thing on that. But some of the questions I'll just share with you now. Um, two seconds. Actually, I'll do it on here quicker. Here we go, the power question list. So um, one of the questions could be, where does the constant thought of I need to be productive come from? So for me was when I was at school, it was kind of like, right, you've got your timetable, you've got to do this, you've got to do this, you've got to do this. Um, and then when I, when I worked in other jobs as well, so like when I worked at the gym, you'd always have to be doing something. When I, when I did my gym instructor, you had a tick sheet and it was like, right, this time, You've got 15 minutes to do this, 15 minutes to do this, 15 minutes to do this. Whereas now I know what I know. I don't need to be doing that because I need to be focusing on my delegation, my my planning, my all, all over the place rather than like it always has to be that. So if that comes to that and I'm kind of overwhelmed with work for the day, I'll ask myself that question and think, right, what do I need to do strategically to get things done over the week? So not planning it all into once. Um, what other questions have we got? Good one here. How can you start introducing more play into your life? So that's why I asked a few people last week, what are you doing for fun this week? Mm. So if, if you're not doing anything fun each week, then you're pretty much working to live or living to work. Sorry. Um, mm. So th there's lots of different things. So where do your best ideas come from? I asked this the other week. So a lot of people said um, shower or when they're walking. Um, did I ask you to you guys before? Uh no, but oh, no. <clears throat> you, you've mentioned the answer. <laughs> yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that, is that is, yeah, would, you, would you say yeah. that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm a lot of people, their best ideas come in the shower. Mm. So in theory, having more showers, you're going to get more ideas. <laughs> yeah. um, this, is, this is a good one. So um, am, I, am I finished punishing myself or am I going to keep going? So that's a good one that say I've had a very stressful day and I feel stressed. I'll write that down and I'll write down the answer. Well, I'm not going to let this stress me. What am I going to do now? 
mm. to, to kind of relax. And, and there's a lot of there's a lot of questions you, you can do. So, for example, what headaches can I get rid of this week? So that's why I often do like a, a Sunday or a Monday, because then you then you're planning ahead. If it does come to that point, you can then avoid it. Um, what else have we got? What are you going to do for self-care this week? So another one looking after yourself. Um, what is your intention for the day? So you just map out three things that you need to do for that day. So it's all very simple stuff, but it gets you straight to the point. And once you've written it down at the start of the day, you are going to do it for, for that day. So I don't know whether these will come in handy for anyone, whether, whether you want me to send these over or not. It'd be worth sharing. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll stick them in the group. So there's mm. there's probably about 20 here. And then I'll just, I'll, I'll just write down three each day and then write down kind of what, what the outcome I want it to be. So obviously going back to this one, how do I know this to be true? If you haven't got facts to back it, it isn't true. It's a feeling. So that's what's going on in the head. So think about that. If, if things are coming up in, in the future, um, you haven't got the facts to back it up. It's not true. And it's a silent story in your head that is making you not want to kind of go and do it. So this, this will happen a lot once you start to think about it. Um, okay. So this is quite, this is quite an interesting one. When you are a victim, there's always a villain. So basically I'm not going to go into detail to it too much, but I'm going to use the excuse, uh, the example of the victim, um, someone trying to lose weight and they don't take responsibility for their own situation and they blame their partner for buying biscuits as an example. Okay. So the, the partner in this situation would be the persecutor. So say, say my girlfriend, she was trying to lose weight. I went out and bought shopping and I bought loads of biscuits in this situation. I'll be the persecutor because I'm unaware of my own power. Um, and the, my unknown power is used as a negative and a destructive <clears throat> thing. So she would claim to be the victim. So she's not going to take responsibility for something that I've done and bought biscuits where she has then gone to, to do that without taking responsibility for eating those biscuits. Does that make sense? Yep. So there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of people that will play the victim. Um, basically anyone that's not going to take responsibility for themselves is playing the victim and there's, there's quite often i have to call people out in the group saying look you're playing the victim you need to take responsibility for your actions because nobody else is going to do it for you like this this program and i'm a guide for you to get there but you need to take responsibility so in this situation here the rescuer um that's the person that will often give help so like to an extent i'd say i'm a rescuer sometimes but I will, I will give help when it's asked for. Whereas before, before I sorted my own journey, I would always offer out help to those that didn't ask for it. So I would always try to save people and that's where I would use my own energy and that's where I burnt out myself because I was always helping others and trying to help others without them actually asking for that help. So look at where you could be in different situations so you could be a persecutor in, in some situations. Um, so like husband and wife couple, both trying to lose weight, that's generally a pretty good area. Whereas if one of them is and the other one goes and does the shopping, technically you could be a persecutor and the other one could become the victim because they're not taking responsibility when you've gone to do the shopping. Make sense? Yep. 
yeah so nice and easy um this will be good i'm going to share this slide in the group as well because it's quite a easy visual on this one um so is there any stories that you're telling yourself just now and who do you think the villain is is there any stories that have gone in your head this week that you that you think do i need to take responsibility for that and you haven't um have you knowingly been a rescuer have you been a persecutor what what what's happened this week is there any stories that kind of stand out for you uh, clutching at straws a bit but just just to to add as such in a way i um my villain yesterday was the wind <laughs> i decided not to go for a bike ride because it was so windy um however all i've done is just move it to today i'll be going after this but at the time rather than put myself through the pain of <laughs> battling against that wind i blamed the wind for ruining my plans whereas ash you're you're, you're the wind's the superhero isn't it it is it would be my rescuer <laughs> yeah exactly so it's, it's yeah it's good to see different people's um concept as well and a lot of the time you will probably be your own villain yeah. yeah. Going, going back to if you look at um, what we said about the, the, the fake stories in your head and what your brain's telling you that's not true, that is you being your own villain. Mm. So what, what I want you to do look, going forward over the next week is when you when you have these silent stories, ask yourself the questions and think, right, am I am I being my own villain here or is this an actual fact? So that would be quite a powerful thing moving forward. And since I wrote this uh, last Saturday. And even in the last week, I've been just thinking about that consciously and mm. it has made a difference just, just by thinking like that. So I want you to do that over the next sort of week or so and then obviously give some feedback in the group. So what I want to do now is go into, I have to drag this screen over one second. I'm going to go into the question sheet. We're going to look at like the kind of the values and stuff that we hold highest to us. Right, one sec. Let's drag this one over. What sheet have you got up first, Rob? I'll, we'll do that one first. Uh, well, I've just got them in the order they're printed out by the looks. So I've got the a life you can value. Okay, cool. We'll, run, we'll run that one first. So yeah. Ash, I'll share this for you on the screen so you, you can take yeah. notes. And if you... So there's 30 here. Obviously, there can be other ones as well. I'll just... Mm. What can you see on the screen now? Can you see this one? The value page? Yep. Yeah, cool. So I'll run through them. So we've got achievement, advancement, adventure, affection, competitiveness, cooperation, creativity, economic security, entrepreneurialism, fame, family happiness, freedom, friendship, generosity, health, helpfulness, inner harmony, integrity, involvement, loyalty, order, personal development, pleasure, power, recognition, responsibility, self-respect, spirituality, wealth and wisdom. So it says select your top 10, um, mm. but you might not have 10 that, that you yeah. value high enough. So if, I, I've, I've put down on my list, I've got one, two, three, four, five. I've got seven on mine. Okay. So Ash, if you want to go, can you see that screen big enough? All right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I want you to write down or Rob, as you've got the sheet, tick off your yeah. top 10 maximum. Um and then if you want to share it afterwards, then we can. And I'll, I'll share mine. What I'm going to do is give you a couple of minutes. I'm just going to put some little tunes on quick. Put some nice chilled music on. Thank you. 
Now la. Don't forget as well, guys, if there might be something that's not on this sheet that you that you value as well. Obviously, there's there's hundreds. Another minute or so, guys. <clears throat> I get on Ash. Yep, done. Yeah. Yep. Rob, how are we doing? Yeah, I think I've done. Yeah, cool. Okay, so what we need to do next is take it into your um your top or put it into order. So your highest value, just Ash just put a number next to it. So one, two, three. Rob, if you do the same as well. Um and then I want you to recognise, so two, two boxes here. So number one, recognise where your values are being honoured and expressed. Ask yourself, how much am I honouring my values and where am I expressing them? What am I filling my space most with? And then what is the thing that dominates your thoughts the most at the minute? And then recognising where your values are not being honoured or expressed. So where are my values being compromised and what impact is that having on me? What will happen if I continue to allow my values to be compromised? So as an example, what I've done is I've put it as a screensaver on my phone. So throughout the day, I'll constantly remind myself um, what I'm trying to hold myself to. So I'll, I'll, I'll go through mine at the end, but it's just a con constant reminder if I, if I feel like I'm slipping, as an example. So we'll, um, we'll do that. I'm not going to run through all of the in-depth stuff today because some of it you can do by yourself. So we'll just do another couple of minutes. So put your top top order. And then you see that on the screen, right? Ash, write that down. Yep. Yeah, cool. Yep. <clears throat>
Are getting on, guys? Getting there? Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs> it's harder than you think, isn't it? Very. Right in the tunes as well. <laughs> Very chill. Chill, yeah. yeah. about as done as I'm going to be. I'm struggling with the uh, values not being recognised. No, no, that's, uh, that's, I mean, these things aren't going to be done <clears throat> like the, these are going to change over time anyway. Um, yeah. And from what we've learned, revisit them once a year. Well, so funny enough, a year, I was going to... Things are going to change, like your, your values are going to change, what you believe in is going to change mm. and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to move on to the last couple of bits. Well, funny enough, I was going to say that... Um, what I've put down as my top six values, or, or possibly even just the 10 that I've selected in the first place, go back 18, 24 months, and they'd have been very different, partly because of the journey I've been on with yourself and partly because of uh, the pandemic, um, I've, which I'm sure is a, a big reason for change for a lot of people. I think it's changed priorities, uh, certainly for myself. So, yeah, I know absolutely um progression and and finance and so on would have been a lot higher up 24 months ago yeah i agree with that yeah for me before um the pandemic my mm. my top one would have probably been money yeah but now it's not even on there it, um the, the financial security is still on there for me as number six <laughs> Yeah, and it, no, it would have been number I've, one. I've got a weird, weird thought about um, kind of money now because someone said it to me a while ago, and I thought, well, that is that is true. Um, they said you you can't get well, you you can get new friends, but you can't get new family. But mm. spending time with your family and your friends, he said, you should value a lot more than money because he said if you run out of money, you can go and get more. Yeah, 
And that, that kind of stuck with me. So I thought like, now that I've got more freedom and I'm, st- I'm still impacting as many people as I were, I've now got more freedom to spend with friends, family, etc. Whereas mm. if I need money, I can go out and get more money. So yeah. it's not, it's kind of not like one of my values now, as long as, as long as I can pay my bills, <laughs> I can live and I can do this, that and the other. It's not really up there. Um, did you want to share any of the others? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, basically I've got health as number one. Yeah. Uh, then integrity, uh, wisdom, loyalty, family, and then security last. Cool. Ash, want to share any of yours? Yeah, uh, my one and two, uh, health, family, happiness. Um, three is freedom. Four is economic security. Yeah. Um, uh, entrepreneurialists. I'm not, I can't say it. Uh, entrepreneurialism, five, helpfulness, six. Cool. Um, everything mirrors kind of what Rob says that, you know, before the pandemic, wanted to make as much money as possible and I was just driven by by trying to make money and trying trying to be successful when it's it's not yes it's important to an extent because everyone needs money to to survive but it's not the most important thing freedom health is freedom health and family is the most important thing Mm. Uh, it'd be be great not to have to work but we all do Mm -hmm. Um, so there has to be an element of kind of security in there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's more about security for the future now rather than for now. So the now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So oh, yeah, good. Potentially we can all retire and do nice things um, rather than thinking about the quick buck the whole time and not being able to, buy whatever you want to buy but when you want to buy it it's it's more about you know getting ready for the the future and, and the trying long game. the longer absolutely uh, and creating your making that path for the future and trying to get to a point where you know you can you can retire and you can retire carry on doing the same things that as you currently enjoy mm-hmm. so that's that's partly why uh, me and my business partner started property last year um and we went down the route of, okay, well, we can either buy and sell and make quick money now, which I said, well, what, what are we going to do with all this money? Because you can't do anything anyway because there's a pandemic. Or we could do it long game and we could make X amount forever. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the route that we've gone down. So that we, that, like you said, the long game and look, look into that and having the freedom in the future is where I want to be. So that's, that's obviously mm. high up on my list. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've got health, family. This is in no particular order. I've just got it on my on my screensaver. Health, family, leadership, integrity, respect, community, freedom, and growth. And then obviously, I'll, I'll do that again over the next year, and it might change again. But mm. want to do last couple of things now on here. Um, what are you noticing? Where are you spending most of your energy on? Which values and which values are you most disciplined and consistent with? And then last one, uh, understanding the impact of your values in your life. When your values are not being honoured, you can feel it instinctively, that gut feeling of something not being right. Um, so that, 
yeah, something that needs to step up from there. And where is this happening? What impact is that possibly having on you? So what we'll do, we'll leave it there. There is another sheet, but I'm going to leave that for a separate training now, I believe, which I'm going to look at is the basically your mission and vision statement. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is going to take quite a while. So I'm going to, I've decided I'm going to do a separate training on that. So okay. we'll these two. And then, yeah, we can obviously come back to that when we do, um, when we do the next training, which I'm kind of building out at the minute. So we want to do these last couple and then file them away or screenshot them, keep them. And then when we then relook at this in six months to a year time, you can then go back and say, well, this has changed. That's changed. Um, and we'll do that. So you guys want to go for these last two? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'll put my funky tunes back on. <laughs> Could you send me the link to these sheets? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll tag you in the group. Okay, cool. I'll do it now for you, right? Yeah, lovely. Let's see if I can find it. Okay, so that will be a, a link in this meeting. Uh, oh, no, sorry, I'll send it to you. I'll tag you on Facebook. All oh, right, okay. I'll send it to your WhatsApp as well. Yeah, please. How are we getting on, guys? Uh, oh, yeah. my bad. Oh, there we go. I didn't realise we had one more thing after that. I was just having mm -hmm. a quick look.
Yeah, I'm pretty much done on those two now. Yeah, yeah me too. Cool. Cool, right. So we'll go to the last page. Is there anything you want to share from, from there at all? We're happy to. Hello. Uh, just run away. Okay. Wait, to be fair, I think... I'm kind of being noisy. <laughs> my... I think my, my life is reasonably balanced. Um, touch wood. Um, and I spend most of my energies or my, my, my personal life um, and home life is, is reasonably balanced. Um, I spend most of my energy managing my business. Um, and the values that I'm most consistent with is health, family and freedom. Um, and if there's an impact on, on values, I can only think of a situation which happened recently is that with people not listening to a, uh, a certain situation that, that we are uh, dealing with and making that more stressful for others within the group. Um, so that's something that needs to be addressed. Um, it will be addressed next week, but... It seems a bit mundane that, not mundane is the, is the wrong word, but because, I, I guess because I'm I'm self-employed, I work from home, I, or you know, um, my wife works from home, so it's so it's quite it's a really quite a cool balance. Yeah, no, it sounds yeah, it sounds like you've got it pretty pretty switched on there. Yeah. With with the with the situation that's going on, um, is that is that to do with work? Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting to see because um, we did a thing yesterday about um, like, have you looked at ego states before? No. Like the the, the parent, the, the adult, and the child. Um, yeah. I don't know if Rob, you've heard about this, but it's basically so. Basically, it's during confrontations and things like that. People will either go into three modes, so it's either child mode where they'll they'll kick off and have a kind of tantrum about it and say, well, I'm not, not doing it kind of thing. You've got a parent who is kind of talking down to someone. So that may be like, um, like a, like an ego boss that's having a go at his employee. So it'd be like parent to child yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Or you've got the, the one that you want to have is two adult states. So where, where the two people sit down and talk to each other um, as adults rather than, the parent to child or the, the, the child to parent. Mm. It's quite interesting to look at. Um, and it's, it's basically different um, ways, ways to talk to people and how to get people to, it's like the persuasiveness of how, how you talk to someone to get them to do what you want almost. Um, yeah. So we're going we're to do a training on that as well. So for like the, the guys that are self-employed bosses, that kind of thing, that will be quite helpful to kind of, if someone's not doing what you want, it's, how you like like you say it's not it's not what you say it's how you say it yeah which is quite interesting um yeah so yeah all, all of that best of luck with that next week um rob anything mm. you want to share from that one uh yeah it, again it's similar to the change of the beliefs earlier how, how writing it down you realize how much more well, or for me how much more focused on on myself i am now compared to work would have been a much higher uh, sort of priority so again in the insights I think it's it's about uh, making the time for the gym and, and walks me time headspace unwinding relaxing all those sorts of things that are feeding into me um, 
being there to support my family uh, and work being much more about I'm only focused on it when I'm at work. Um, when I'm not at work, I switch off from it. Uh, whereas before I used to take that home with me, always thinking that that was a good thing. Uh, so I suppose on the flip side, the, the impact of values uh, on your life, I notice when I am bringing any work things home and that's why I try not to do it so much. I used to thrive on that, but now I don't like it. Um, and I, I definitely notice when I don't get the me time, if, if I miss the gym or if I'm not on top of my nutrition as much as, as I would be normally, I, I get grumpy or upset about it. Yeah, I think I think the biggest change since you've been in it is that that was one of the things you said about like, working all this extra time. Mm. Now you shut off when you leave work and that's it. Mm. That's I think that's one of the biggest things that's helped with everything else for you as well, like for your own. Like, oh, definitely. Definitely. It's one of those things that just sort of clicked. But once once it became habit, everything else sort of fell in place behind it and such. Yeah. No, that's, 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 that's one of the biggest things that I've seen from you, Rob. Um, mm. What I want to do now, guys, is just run over the last one, living the life you can truly value. Um, so if we want to run through that, we'll just do a couple of minutes and then we'll park it there. And I'm going to do that whole separate training. Um, I'm going to plan it into what we now, cool. August or Monday. So probably looking at end of August, September um, to do that. So you're, can you see that, Ash? See that all right? Yeah, cool. Yep. So I'm going to give you three minutes and then we'll um, do a quick summary and then you can crack on with our Saturdays. Right. Let's put cool. my tunes back on.
God is thought. How do we get on with that one? I found that a struggle. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's this is another thing we can sort of come back to and and mm. and work on over time. So it's just as long as we've got things down, mm. hope it. Hopefully, this has made you kind of think about where this is going to take you to to higher kind of standards as well. So if you're if you're sticking to these and you're you're making them priority, um, mm. which I've been trying to do now, I've got it on my screensaver. It make it just makes you think as well. Like it stops you like your standards dropping because these are the things that you yeah. value the most. If that standard drops, then you need to pull it back up a lot quicker. So hopefully that's kind of been a little bit of an eye opener. And now that like Ashley hadn't looked at this before as well, Rob, I know you had. Um, mm just to kind of nail it in there a little bit more. And the people that are listening to this back or watching this back, make sure that you just take your time with it. You don't need to rush it and you're not going to get it all done in an hour. It's probably going to take mm. a lot longer than that. So, I mean, what is there any, anything else, any questions that you've got from it or anything you want to take away from here? Uh, I'm happy to share the three points that I've put down there. Uh, for the, like for the last one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I say, I found it a struggle to come up with things, but I've, I've got three things down anyway. Um, so the, sort of the three things to do right now as such to me is, is one, put myself first, uh, make, make myself the priority if I'm looking, which is, you know, something that's been touched on in the program before. If you look after yourself first, then you can look after others. But certainly that's something I, I need to keep doing is, is making sure I'm doing that. Um, and then all that following on from that, always have time for family uh you know to be able to look after them so make if need be make the time make them a priority I, once i've looked after myself make the time for them even prioritized over work and so on um and then really just to to reinforce everything for the future secure financial planning um sort of dragging in there but that that doesn't feel right writing it down but it was getting something down not not everything will feel right i think um yeah especially if you've not thought about it that deeply before or you've not written it down before. Mm. But if, you, if you keep coming back to it and it still doesn't feel right, maybe just tweak it a little bit yeah, or, or re reword it how, it how it's written so it looks, looks better to you. So if you read it out and it doesn't sound right, write it down, change the wording slightly mm. Mm. and just re reframe the, the sentence or reframe what, what you gonna do but no, that's good mate um ash anything from me anything you want to share or ask before we go yeah, um just first time really thought about this but what comes to mind immediately is uh, planning for the future mm. um and having the time to plan for the future and trying to generate various income streams which we, which we're doing um but to a point where we put, we could probably add another income stream like like you're doing and it's something we've talked about is going to property so we have a recruitment business we have a an apprentice training business both are both are strong but we need to um or getting or getting strong but we need to kind of plan for the future and make sure that we we keep it strong and and it provides us an income without having to worry too much about a government pension yeah okay. um, so that is my that's my uh, you know my initial thoughts and 
uh, helping my my uh, my wife promote her business. She has an online business, so she needs to keep that strong and keep that promoted. So, yeah, for, for me, it's all about the future and, and mm. try, um, planning for the future. I, I know you, you can, you know, you, you can easily say that, you know, you never know what's around the corner. You don't. But if you don't plan for that thing not coming around the corner and you get to a point where you think, fuck, I'd wish I'd done that. I wish yeah. I prepared prepared for that without thinking I'm going to pop my clogs the, the following day. Then you just go, every, you know, go around in every decreasing circle. So you, for me, it's, it's, it's the future and planning for the future and be able to be mm. uh, financially sound for when I eventually stop working. If I'm, right. if I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. It's quite interesting because <laughs> both both of you had about like you've had about the, the, the financial security long term. Just mm. thinking, would it be um, some of the guys that I know, they bring in a financial like um, planner kind of person and, and do a train on that. Would that be helpful like in the future? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's never gonna hurt. No. All, all, all I have is advice from my accountant. Mm. yeah and where we can save tax which is great <laughs> they love it. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not going to complain but you, they look at it from a, a, a an accounting point of view um, but they're not necessarily um as you say financial planners and we i mean what i've done recently is I've, well obviously i did like a property course and they teach you about financial and stuff like that as well but there's a lot of good people there that are, oh, that's their job, financial security planning, yeah. um, what to do with your money, where to put it, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. and a lot, a lot of people like myself, that other, other coaches have started to bring in people like this as well. So I've spoke to the, the, the sleep guy, the sleep okay. guy's coming on, just got to set the date. Um, the meal prep chef, oh, yeah. asked about that as well. So he actually owned a, meal prep business in Chichester so it's called Heat and Eat Lean um, which he closed down because he said basically the the income making food and selling meal prep he said it's not sustainable because you, he said mm. you're having to sell a meal for like six to seven pounds to make a profit but he said nobody's going to buy three to four of them a day um, yeah. so he, he does what I do now online um, but he still does like the, the, the chef stuff and he, he did that for a few years. So I'm going to get him on. And then what we'll look at is trying to get the, the financial planner on um, possibly, probably October. If we do the next two months, get one guest a month um, yeah. and we'll do that. But I'll, I'll make some inquiries and try and do that. But yeah, any, anything else you want to touch on today? Are we all, all happy, ready to go? Yeah, all good. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. No worries, guys. So um, what I want you to do is just type a couple of, I'm going to type up something on the Facebook group later on. If you can type a couple of your takeaways from it just to get other people on it. I'm going to start really pushing the Saturday mornings now um, mm. just to get people on and people learning <clears throat> because I think it is really important to do so. So if you can do that for me later on, that would be wonderful. And yeah, yeah that's that's it from me, I think. Um, yeah, Did don't forget to do check-ins as well. What's that, yeah. Rob? Could you spare a quick minute on that, actually, just to figure out what we're going to do with calories next? 
or do you want to just do that via WhatsApp or something? Uh, do, do it on WhatsApp, mate. Yeah, that's fine. I'll do your check-in as well. Yep. Um, Ash, I sent you a, a note as you were typing out about something. So okay. that was that's what you what you sent me last night. Yep. Um, yeah, do, both do your check-ins and then we'll do that, get you going for, for Monday for that. Yeah. Do, do you want me to do any sort of more uh, detailed check-in? Because to be honest, I'll just put myself down to flying again at the minute. Um. No, I don't think you need to. Just yeah. do, just do a, yeah, just do a quick one. Cool. All right. No, no worries. Have a good weekend, guys. I'll... Just with a rep, uh, mention, if I do have to self-isolate, that means no gym for 10 days. So I, I've got TRX um, band things, so I'll, I'll need to... Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's absolutely fine. To... So when you know... Yeah, let I'll, me know ASAP, yeah. and then what we'll do, we'll put a plan together. Um, I, I don't know if it's true, even if you are self-isolating, you're allowed to go out for an hour a day. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. There's a couple of people that I've spoke to said they're allowed to go out. I've just cut, it's come back negative, so... Oh, well, there you go, then. <laughs> Result. <laughs> you're free. We don't, we, don't, we don't need to worry, then. Okay, cool. No, spot on. So, yeah, I've, I've sent you a note back anyway. Both do your check-ins, um, and then we'll be ready to go next week. But yeah, I'll, I'll post this up later on, and then any takeaways that you've had that will help out other people, please chuck it in. Perfect, lovely. Right. Cheers, Thanks guys. Time, Have a good Cheers, Rob. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.